The following podcast is being pre-recorded for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host, The Mexican. Well, 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 we have some interesting news to discuss. Uh, basically, not necessarily news, but more of a, let's call this a, les- a podcast on Mexican lessons of life, or in life. Um, and basically, what not to do. Within these lessons So First and foremost Let's begin with Mexican rule number one Which is obviously my motto Where there's a Mexican there's a way It's the answer to everything You ask me Oh can you help me with this Where there's a Mexican there's a way How did you get to this location that fast Where there's a Mexican there's a way How do you How are you this awesome Where there's a Mexican there's a way How um, do you fix computers where there's a Mexican, there's a way? It basically answers every question. Can you do this where there's a Mexican, there's a way? Um, Are you able to... Basically, yes or no questions can be answered with where there's a Mexican, there's a way. How explaining anything where there's a Mexican, there is a way. Now, Mexican rule number two. A Mexican... Always keeps his promise It doesn't matter what it is If you promise to do something You better hold your word I am a man of my word My word is my bond If I promise you That I will get something done I get that shit done If I promise you Not to tell anyone something I will keep that promise I am a vault of secrets People use me And for some reason also Just love telling me their secrets. Just love to throw out their stuff and then just say, don't tell anyone. Great. So the more I find out, the more I keep. And eventually, you know, it behooves me to do that. Because you never know when you can use any one of these hidden secrets to your advantage. Yes. Where there's a Mexican, there's a way. If you need me to get something done, I will get this done. Case in point. Oh. How I work You wanted me to get the 65 submissions in a quarter Basically as I've explained before A submission is a demand package From You know Us to the adjusters On the liability insurance In order for us to Get You know a settlement demand 
a settlement amount or offer from the adjuster for the personal injury claim of our clients. So 65, not that much. It's only 60% of your caseload, my caseload being low. I had a hun- over 120 this quarter. That is basically 40 a quarter. I mean a quarter, a, a month, sorry. 40 a month. You want me to get 65? Bam. I set my own personal goal, one per day. I get to 93, well, I can get to 100. I get to 100, oh, you want me to help Fufu, who is being promoted and slacking at her job. Oh, you know what? Why not? How many does she need? Well, her goal, just higher caseload, her goal was 146. She was at 50. Entering the last month of the quarter, June. Well, I mean, what are some Mexicans away? But I'm not fucking God. So, but again, what are some Mexicans away? You take 146 and 65. That's 211. I'm closer to get to 146 than Fufu is, and being at 50, that's a lot easier to get 65 than 146. So I just flip flopped it. Combined, we got to 211. Where there's a Mexican, there's a fucking way. Mexican rule number three. Mexicans use and abuse them. As long as they don't know about it. I use this when outsourcing normal Mexican jobs to actual Mexicans. And by actual Mexicans, I mean the low Mexicans. Like people beneath me. Because I am the Mexican and I did not swim across the border. I flew across the border. I'm not here illegally. I've been here legally since day one, going on 15 years. So when I have a bunch of other jabroni Mexicans who come over here and claim that they want the same rights as I do, but they got here illegally, yeah, fuck off. But at the same time, since you like to be here and do whatever you want, how about I use you to my advantage? Also, if you are, if you claim you're Mexican but you're not, aka you were born here, yeah, still use you and abuse you. Now, I personally don't like to be used and abused, but if you want me to do stuff, I'm not gonna say no because I'm a nice person. At the same time, don't abuse your rights. And also, don't get caught. Case in point, if you ask me for a favor and tell me, oh, it's because, you know, I gotta drop off my kid at baseball practice, for example. You know, no reason why that's the example. That just happens to be the most recent, you know, example I have. Oh my God, I work seven to four. Oh my God, I am a single mother. I have kids. It's my turn to take them to baseball practice. Okay. All right. Well, I have a client who forgot his ID here. Oh, shit. Yeah, and he gets off work at 7. Well, I have to, I mean, you know, I have plans after work. I get off at 6. Well, can you just take care of it, please? I'll do anything you want. I have to take my kid to baseball practice. Well, well, well. You know what? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'll take care of this for you. Then, as I'm taking care of it, mind you, the person got their ID back. They got a settlement check. Kind of high. They needed the ID that they lost. 
at our, well, they left at our office. They needed it, you know, to cash a check because, you know, you can't cash a check without an ID. So I took it to the dude's job. No big deal. You know, obviously I drove out of my way. No, no, you know, whatever. It is what it is. But then an interesting thing happens. I catch you in your lie. Turns out, well, there's a Mexican, there's a way. You decided to, you know, instead of actually taking your kid to baseball practice, you decided to hook up at a bar with some random jabroni. And on top of that, you picked the one bar that is literally across the street from work. And on top of that, it's Friday. You really think nobody's going to be at the bar from work on a Friday to catch you? And these are people that all you also told the same spiel that you had to be at, you know, baseball practice with your son because it was your turn. And of course, people at work are gossipy. Guess who found out the moment? Actually, you know what? Before I even left to go deliver this person's ID. And this brings me to the topic of if you're gonna lie I, I I like to tell the truth all the time but I unless I like to use white lies to my advantage and I've expressed this before in other podcasts so if you're gonna see in this scenario had you actually picked a different bar nobody would have caught you I would have not known I would have had no reason to doubt you but the fact that you were that retarded and picked the one bar across the street, that's just asking to get caught. It's like the kid who cheats in class, but it doesn't hide the fact that he's cheating. Or the husband or boyfriend or significant other that decides, hey, let me cheat on my wife, girlfriend, whatever have you, other significant other. By, you know, screwing around and fucking some other idiot. Oh, but, you know, instead of getting rid of the evidence, let me just come back smelling like somebody else's scent. You know, credit card bills left and right. You know, showing expenses that were not done by the significant other and yourself. Yeah, no, you're an idiot. You deserve to get caught. Now, I know information that you didn't know I know, or you hope I don't know. And the question is, how do I use this information? Well, well, well. I don't know. See, that's that's the beauty of being a vault of secrets, is that people just tell you stuff, and then you choose how to use it whenever you want. Well, what to do with this information? I don't know, but I will use it to my benefit eventually. Now, this leads me to rule number four. I almost forgot rule number four. Mexican rule number four. If the head of the cartel says jump, you always answer how high. And this is not just, you know, literally speaking, you know, if you're in the cartel in Mexico. It's figuratively speaking as well. Anybody who is your boss 
or your superior and they ask you to do something, you get it done. No questions asked. Because if you say no and try to go above them, they're the ones that control directly what you do. So if somebody who is directly now my superior asks me to do something that may or may not seem, you know, like the right thing to do, no. Hey, make sure you cover your ass as always, but hey, how high? How high you want me to jump? And that is the basic law of the land in Mexico. So no, we'll leave you with those four rules. Those are the main basic four rules of how things work from a Mexican's perspective. Where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Mexicans always keep their promises. Mexicans use and abuse them. Don't get caught doing so. And when the head of cartel says jump, you say how high. That is how shit works. Now, on to more relevant information or more relevant topics of discussion. Um, well, we have quite a bit of soccer to discuss um, because it is the summer and, you know, it's the end of baseball. I mean, it's the end of basketball season. Football is not started yet. Hockey's done, but the only thing on TV is baseball. Unless you're a soccer fan and enjoy all these extra soccer tournaments that you get this summer. First and foremost, the Confederations Cup. For those of you who don't know what that is, FIFA, the world governing body of soccer, has tournaments per region for the countries in that region. So, like, if you're in South America, part of the Common Bowl Confederation, you play the Copa America, a.k.a. tournament between South American countries to determine a winner. If you're in UEFA, which is Europe's confederation, um, you play the Euro every four years, and there's a winner. Same thing with Oceania, Asia, Africa, and CONCACAF, which is North and Central America and the Caribbean. So, once you get winners for each tournament, you eventually, and usually it's the year before the World Cup, and the next World Cup is in Russia in 2018, so it's the year before 2017, usually hosted also by the host nation that is going to be hosting the World Cup. At least that's the more recent rule. So, uh, this year, this month of June, was the Confederations Cup in Russia, 2017. So you have... You know, the winner of each Confederations tournament, the World Cup winner, and the host nation. So, Russia, host nation, World Cup winner, Germany, U, uh, Euro winner, Portugal, Copa America winner, Chile, CONCACAF Gold Cup winner, Mexico, African champion, Cameroon, Oceania champion, New Zealand, Asian champion, Australia, Yes, that looks kind of weird because it is what it is. Australia is part of the Asian Confederation in FIFA. There's other countries that are like that. It's just, just go with it, okay? Whatever. 
somebody bitched and somebody got their way. Who cares? So, two groups, two groups of, uh, you know, four. Everybody plays everybody. And then the top two go to the semifinals and then the final. So, uh, Germany was with Chile, Australia, and Cameroon. Germany ended up winning the group with Chile finishing second. And then you had Portugal, Mexico, Russia, and New Zealand. Portugal and Mexico finished tied on points. But Portugal had a better goal difference, so Portugal won the group. Mexico finished second. Germany faced Mexico in the one semifinal. Portugal faced Chile in the other semifinal. Which leads to my issues with the game. Germany, in order to promote you know, their young roster and their younger talent at the national level, basically took a B squad. Still won their group. Played Mexico, who took their A squad. And kicked the shit out of us in the semifinals for one. That is sad. Mexico's number one lineup should not be losing for one to Germany's backups. On top of that, um, we were losing 2-0 in the first eight minutes. How do you let somebody score two goals that quickly is beyond me. And in the other semifinal, Chile and Portugal, they went to a penalty kick shootout. And Chile won on penalty kicks 3-0 because the three jabronis for Portugal that took penalty kicks, Nani was one of them, and I forget who the other two were, missed all three opening kicks. How do you miss one penalty kick, let alone three in a row? Countries and players at the professional level should not be missing penalty kicks, let alone... On the grandest stage Oh but Mexi does a lot more pressure Fuck off I've never missed a penalty kick In a penalty kick shootout I missed one in the game But again As I've said before They should not be missing Why was Ronaldo not one of the first three Okay I get it Maybe he was number five I myself always take the fifth penalty kick Whatever It is what it is But still To miss all three Now the finals Germany Chile Oh. And Mexico plays Portugal for third place. We tied the first game, but now there's no ties. So at the time of this recording, we are heading into the, fi- the, the final and the, and the third place game of this tournament. And what's worse is the Gold Cup, because it's every two years, is right around the corner. And obviously Mexico is going to have to use th- two squads. Maybe not the same players because, you know, heaven forbid you play back-to-back tournaments. And so, USA, because it's always in the U.S., I don't know why, has a good shot of winning because Mexico's probably going to send backups. And they're at home. Great. Just great. Because that's what I like to see. I still think that they should combine CONCACAF and Common Bowl and just do one big Mexico and South... and I mean, North, Central, and South America... And just said in seven countries to the World Cups. <coughs> but it is what it is. Um, but no, actually, some of the analysts were saying that it's embarrassing that Mexico lost to Germany's B team 
Especially when Mexico is in the CONCACAF And once they get to the group of six Basically three or four are guaranteed a spot in the World Cup Where Europe has to basically You have to basically win your group If not you go to like a playoff With the second place teams And duke it out Only to send 14 players 14 teams Well I mean I don't think Europe should be sending that much more Maybe 16 But I also agree that you know Aside from Mexico and the US We always make it Like we literally don't need to try hard To qualify for the World Cup Mexico is basically already qualified Because they have not lost the group game It's just That's how it is But of course You know Ronaldo scored his 76 PK I mean 75th uh, PK not PK uh, Goal for Portugal A milestone Um but at the same time, you know, he couldn't win Portugal. But this actually, you know, at least he's there. And this is why I think he's better than Messi. Because he does well with Portugal on the grandest stage. Hey, they are the Euro winners. Okay? So it's not like they're scrubs. That's just how it goes. So. Once the Gold Cup is done uh, We really don't have any other soccer tournaments But hopefully that will take up Most of July And then the seasons start back up In Europe in August So you're basically looking at About a 2 to 3 Well it's more like 3 to 4 week gap um, in, in soccer where nothing, Or sports Where nothing's on TV other than baseball It's gonna suck and I'm going to want to kill myself But it is what it is That's just how it works And there's not much we can do about it At least this year Next year um, I do believe is the World Cup So we'll see who goes to that We'll see who qualifies To the tournaments The tournament of tournaments And Obviously we'll bring Analysis and updates on On uh, You know The qualifiers But Moving on one, We had a nice little Insertion of sports talk So let's go back to Let's go back to Mexi's life And update on The females So Mexi got Oh, kind of to reiterate the point of Don't let me catch you in a lie So, Mexi got ditched at the bar By Marissa And she was kind of MIA And then she messaged me Saying that, oh, her phone broke Okay, well Alright And then There was Snapchat evidence of a broken phone So... Okay, sounds kind of fun But then once you said Hey, uh, my phone I had to fix my phone Okay, well great That was at 8 o'clock, we can still do stuff Oh wait, uh, 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 I forgot how to use a phone So I stopped texting Conveniently Yeah I mean, if you're going to bullshit Do it with style Know how to bullshit Don't try and bullshit a bullshitter And not know what you're doing Anyways Ashley 
keeps again making plans and nothing happens. Um, now she wants to hang out maybe this weekend or next weekend. You know, we can do stuff. We can go see the fireworks or, you know, we can go hang out. Yeah. I will let you know how that works when the time comes. Because obviously, excuse after excuse gets thrown in my face. Oh, and the newest, the newest um, medical issue is that she has to see a neurologist because um, when she lays down, her legs fall asleep and she can't feel her legs. So she has some nerve issues there that a neurologist has to examine. What? Ever, I could care less. But, you know, why not, like, you know, why not just say that you're dying? You know, that'd be more believable. Um, skinny Aaron keeps, you know, trying to insert her ways into my life. Um, now we just basically joke around about Bumble and who's on Bumble and the morons that are on Bumble. It's kind of entertaining, but at the same time, you know, whatever. The other day we went and got ice cream together. Okay, fun. Great. I mean, aside from me eating ice cream, not really productive. Um, Queenie, which I found very interesting that one upon finding out I wasn't going to be at the bar... Uh, with the co-workers on the Friday decided not to go even though she said she was going to hmm interesting um, has not flat out denied that she's into Mexi pants but also hasn't really 100% confirmed it yet we always joke around about doing stuff and then also go to lunch um, we're supposed to get tacos at some point, but again, you know, it kind of seems like her MO is to use and abuse people. Hmm. Remember about the Mexican rule number three? Yeah. So, um, and we believe, well, at least I believe that one of the main reasons she kind of wanted to make me, or make sure I was, you know, my English attorney's new A paralegal is because I take good care of my B paralegal, which happens to be her. So it would be easier for her to do her job, obviously, because the other morons don't know what the fuck they're doing. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I would probably want me to be my A paralegal too if I was a B, but still. But now going into the uh, next couple of weeks, I got to come into work earlier you know, because I got to train the new person. Oh, uh, I hate training because there's certain things I do that I don't like other people knowing. And at the same time, you know, this person's old and black. Again, oh, Mexi, you shouldn't be judging. Well, it's just, you know, fuck affirmative action. And fuck, you know, just hiring anybody to do any position. No, not everybody could do any position. I am sorry. That is not how this works. If I am 5'4 and fucking terrible with my hands, I probably should not be a roofer. If I don't know how to work on cars, I probably should not get a job as a mechanic. 
if I don't know how to use computers or don't know anything with computers, I probably should not be in the computer business. Just saying. And it kind of seems like we hire a bunch of idiots that are just like, don't know what the fuck they're doing for any kind of position. Like, what, somebody at work asked me, how, well, how'd you dial out on the phone? Really? That was like the first thing I was taught when I was hired, is how to make a phone call. And you don't know how to dial? What the fuck? And it's just, I don't understand how people get hired. And while we're on the subject, equality. Let's talk about equality. Because I am tired of people demanding equality when left and right, nobody gives two shits and nobody actually wants to be equal. It is just something that they want to do and say because people want to get paid the same amount as other people. Case in point. Women want to be treated equally. Want to be paid the same, which is all fine and dandy. So then do the same things. For example, women's tennis. They want to be paid the same. Oh, but they don't want to play best of five. Okay. Um, The men play best of five. So what's the issue? Um, On top of that, we got scenarios like going to work. I am pretty sure I can go to work and go to any male in the office and say something about how I got laid this weekend and have no repercussions whatsoever. I cannot do the same thing with a female. I cannot walk up to a woman at work and talk about how the fuck I got laid and had some pussy this weekend. Oh, I'd be taking sensitivity courses or, you know, sexual harassment, possibly in the workplace. It's ridiculous. Women get maternity leave. But we want things equal, so why are guys not allowed to take parental maternity, well, parental leave? Or I don't even know what to call it, paternity leave. There we go. Well, why? They're not the ones giving birth. Um, they're all. But they are the ones that have to stress out about you and your hormonal changes for nine months. They also are the ones that, once the baby's born, have to take care of it. It's not like the baby doesn't take. It's not like the baby takes care of herself or the mom does everything. So I think a week, maybe two, should be sufficient. And you could probably have the dad choose before or after. I'm just throwing ideas out there. Kind of like how, you know, the whole scenario of um, me making fun of people. Oh, uh, people get pissed, Maxi, because it is not the fact that you said it. It's the fact that you said it to a retard. Um, Okay, but why are we calling people names, number one? Number two, um, don't everybody, doesn't everyone be treated equal? Why would I not... If I say something to your face, I say the exact same thing to you if I want to know something or if I want to, you know, make a comment. The exact same comments made, whether you are male, whether you're female, whether you're retarded, not retarded, black, Asian, Hispanic, wherever the fuck you're from or whatever the fuck you do, 
or however you act, if I want to express myself in a specific way, I am not altering the expression or not saying it just because, oh, somebody thinks that you might take this the wrong way. No. If I want to know something, I'll ask. If I have an itch, I'll scratch it. If I want to dance when I hear music, I will fucking dance. And I'm just saying that it's just how I am. So it's not... You can call me a piece of shit. You can call me an asshole. But if you... If I see you do the exact same thing to other people too. But then you get mad because I do it. Because I did it to somebody who doesn't know any better. um, It's not my fault they don't have a clue. And it's not like... I'm a clue giver. Hey. Snap out of your funk. Get your shit right. So it's either never okay or it's always okay. Again, oh, either we're always equal or we're not equal. We have Pride Parade and then we have um, Black History Month, Hispanic History Month and all this nonsense. But yet, not everybody has a month or not everybody has a parade. There's no heterosexual parade. Just why? Comfest for hippies. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we had to celebrate being a hippie. Why don't we have a I have my shit together fest and and celebrate that? A lot of people are gonna get pissed about this podcast. I really don't care. But hey. You caught you caught Mexi in an angry and ranting mood, so this is what's going on. But hey, as always, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, send comments, messages. You know where to find me: Snapchat, Super Mex, on Twitter, Super Asshole Mex, on Facebook, Alex AK, uh, Ferrari, aka the Mexican. Um, again, this is on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. Mexi Mind Matters. Google it. Look it up. Super Mix the channel. It's on YouTube. It is everywhere. You can just find it now and enjoy it. Product of Mexico. Drink it in, man. Oh. Just awesome. Anyways, you know where to find me. Hit me up. Until next time, I will catch you later. <laughs>